Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. We're honoured to have been invited to take part in the Arundel and Friends Brewfest this year. And in today's episode, we talk all about it with Ellie, better known as Hoppy Raptor on Instagram. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Today we have the lovely Ellie, who you may also know as Hoppy Raptor from Instagram here. Hello, how are you? Hi, hi. Yeah, I'm really well, thanks. Thank you for having me on. Welcome. Thank you you for for joining us. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Um, Do you want to tell everyone why you're here, why we're going to chat to you, and what is this delicious beer that we are all drinking right now? Yeah, so um, so I'm Ellie, um, as Joe said, also uh, Hoppy Raptor on Instagram, and I am talking to you ahead of Arundel Brewfest, Brewfest Yay. 2.0, yay, <laughs> um, which is uh, Arundel Festival's, Arundel Brewery's Craft Beer Festival, and a uh, se- second time that they're running it, and um, I have been charged with coordinating it this year so that's very exciting after being involved last time I keep saying last year but it was back in 2020 and I feel like just lost a year it feels like last year but we're just ignoring all that other um, stuff yeah so January 2020 was the last one and I was lucky enough to be one of the um, Instagram beer curators at that one and then I got brought back on board to this to kind of yeah bring the whole thing together this time so yeah and it is in four and a half weeks so, countdown is on it's yeah, gonna be my first one of the on. season as well I'm really excited I even I made a reel I made a TikTok oh I love I'm gonna make a TikTok I absolutely and I'm not gonna yeah. say it's the best highly produced thing I've ever <laughs> <made> <laughs> in my life no, but I was I like what them. can I do and then I heard that song in passing and I was like that's the one guys that's the one <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great. And I loved, um, Joe, I loved the hiding the marigold yeah. can in the bushes. It was really sunny. And I was like, oh, I need to go put my marigold can out in the flowers <laughs> and go and find it. Quick, call the sun's out. Yeah, no, fully appreciated that. Um, yeah. No, it's yeah, great. So, yeah. Super excited about it. Yeah. Super excited. What do you do just, just for anybody that is curious? Um, like, what do you do as part of your normal day job when you're not doing sort of festival um stuff. so in my normal life I am an archivist and at the moment I'm working for East Sussex County Council um in their archive looking at policy and procedure around um inclusive cataloging and managing offensive language and outdated terminology in catalogue metadata oh super interesting <laughs> that's really interesting <laughs> that I, I don't know why I didn't expect like all of that and when you yeah. said that I was like wow that is really really interesting yeah yeah it is it's it's really really interesting it's um yeah it's also quite uh a lot but Mm. yeah yeah it's really good I've been um an archivist for like five or six years now and this is the first role I've had that's been um, more policy based rather than actually actively with the stuff um but yeah it's good oh cool um and so yeah I think we're all pretty much sipping on this tonight which yeah. was the coffee stout the luxuriate in your own juices I liked the name it made <laughs> me smile great. it made Thank especially you. with the label yeah. I loved it I, I am taking full credit for that name yes <laughs> I think it's brilliant and the happy little coffee bean on the label if you're watching yeah. if you're watching the video yeah. it's really great I, um, I really do need to give a shout out to um Jordan who's the designer for the festival um he will do he's designed all of our collab artwork yeah, I was um, going to say, I've got some of the other ones. If you're watching the video, so. there's the, the Belgian one, the you're in an animate object, which yeah. is great. And then there's the Marigold Goes. Yeah. And the labels oh, are all oh. really, really, yeah, yeah. Really brilliant. He's done such a good job. He's at Jord.designs, I think. On we'll link it. We'll link it. <laughs> we'll link it. I'll we'll link it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Um And yeah, he's just done such a great job. And he creates all these really fun little characters. And it's just been really nice kind of playing around with that. And this was a collaboration with um, Craft House Coffee, who supply coffee to the brew house, which is the brewery's tap room um, and um, general kind of like awesome cafe kind of fun space in Arundel. So, yeah. so it's great to do a collaboration with them. So That's we're really drinking this now because we're really lucky. 
But um, this one, if I'm correct, is only going to be available at the festival. Am I right in saying yeah, that? Yeah, ahead of the festival. Um, it will only be available yeah. at the festival. So if, they, if you <laughs> want to try this, yeah, it, they get a what... ticket. Yeah, so yeah, so if you wanted to try this and the Marigold goes yeah. um then yeah, they will only be available at the festival. And then depending on what's left, they may very well go to a few select places, but just don't know yet. Well, that's it's, it's, it's the gamble you take, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, do you want to miss out on it? Do you want to take that gamble? Yeah. At the moment, we we've sort of we've discussed before we started recording, but basically we're sold out now. We'll say we as if it was like a <laughs> we've all done this. It's like when people talk about like um, sports and they're like, oh, we played like really bad or like we played really that's how I feel. I'm like, we sold out the festival for the Saturday. Um and at the moment there's only tickets for the Friday. So don't know how many are left, but if you want to get in on this and you want to try this, like go and get your tickets um what time does it start on the on the friday am i right it starts at half five yes session on the friday is 5 30 till 10 and then 12 till 4 30 on saturday and then 5 30 till 10 on saturday as well so that's perfect so even if you're coming just for you know the friday night session it's you know if you're not too far away i mean that's manageable to do if you sort of even just take an hour off work you don't have to take a whole day off work because it's not one of those sessions that are going from you know lunchtime and it really requires you to take an entire day off work so definitely definitely look into that we'll we'll put a link in for the tickets anyways i'm sure like we've all shared it on our pages as well and we'll sort of recap that later but um thought you could maybe share a bit of the history of the festival that's like when when it started how did it come about how did they decide that they wanted to put on a beer festival yeah sure um I mean I guess when they decided to do the first one that was in January 2020 they started thinking about that you know back in 2019 um and I think it was just because a beer festivals are super fun they're a great way to kind of um I guess they're a great way to kind of bring in lots more people to your brand and your beer and also a great way for breweries to kind of I mean I hate the term networking but it is a good it way to both. kind of meet other people in the yeah. industry and you know make some more beery friends which you know everyone needs more beery friends in their lives oh yeah um and they were keen to do a festival but they wanted to do something a little bit different so they had the idea of bringing Instagrammers on board as kind of guest curators so people who would choose the beer that was going to be showcased at the festival because they wanted to get beer from different parts of the country that they might miss so it wasn't just you know like all the, their favorite local breweries or you know all the big heavy hitters they wanted to kind of tap into what people were actually drinking kind of like boots on the ground type thing um so yeah so a bunch of instagrammers were approached and yeah and got a load of beer together and each of us got to like run our own bar and pour the beer for our designated breweries which was great um yeah it was a really it was a load of fun it was really really great um and they had always planned to do it again um but then obviously the world went nuts and (laughs) I don't know what you mean I mean (laughs) it was like one of the last things that happened before lockdown wasn't it yeah, it was, right yeah, it was January 20. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, and then a month after that, I went to Cloudwater Family and Friends. And then the month after that, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's got to be so there. stressful. Because, I mean, you're, you're right in the sense about the networking, because I think um, Joe and I sort of briefly discussed it when we did the episode yeah. about festivals that we did before. Um, we talked about Bigfoot and I was talking about my experience at Bigfoot. And that was the first beer festival that I had properly worked at Mm -hmm. and I don't think I ever thought about it in the sense of how important it is for the brewery not just for the people attending the event to be like oh here's a really good event I'm gonna go have a really good day with friends like obviously yes that's all very very important but I didn't realize like how much networking and meeting people from other breweries that that breweries do when they go to the festivals and that is like such such an important thing to do that you're like yeah of course like it it when you don't have those things happening, you can just lose, not lose the connections entirely, but like you're not making new collections and it's hard to sort of stay in touch. With like what what are the breweries that I've not heard about that I should hear about? So yeah. it sounds like quite a natural 
I would have never have thought to be like, yeah, ask people on Instagram. Sounds pretty innovative to think like, yeah, yeah, talk to people on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting um, way to go for a festival. Um, but yeah, like I said, the last one was really successful um, in that regard. And I think, you know, also I know what it's like to drink beer kind of like locally, like I assume it's the same everywhere in the country. Like you get used to your local heavy hitters and, you know, obviously there's always like, you know, your big breweries, your tracks, your cloud waters, your dayers who kind of get everywhere anyway now. Um, but it's really nice. I like going to beer festivals in different parts of the country and going to different, you know, different areas to see what beer is local and what's good up there. So it's really great, like that you guys are bringing full circle, for example, like rarely see full circle beer down here because it's, you know, many miles away. So it's super exciting to have them pouring in the same, you know, with like some of the Birmingham based ones that, Kimberly Craft Beer pinups bringing like Attic and Glass House. Um, yeah, so it's just a really great opportunity to kind of showcase a lot of beer that doesn't really make it to, you know, our sleepy corner of West Sussex. It is interesting, isn't it? Because like I remember Joe and I was telling you about Phantom for like the first time and she just had, like had never tried it and she's like, I don't really like I don't I never know see much that. about like, them. And I was like, what? And I didn't I didn't even process the fact that if they're not local to you it could seem really big to me but if they're not local to you you have no idea who they are yeah yeah it's mad so I just yeah it's just a really nice opportunity to um yeah get a lot of people together and yeah hopefully have a really fun event with some awesome beer should should we take this opportunity to reveal what it is that we're pouring (laughs) should be like sneak peek of what what it is we're actually pouring (laughs) I think so we've already I've already put out there um that we are pouring the international women's collaboration brew day beer that we did with heist um that both Joe and I were really fortunate to be able to be a part with a bunch of other amazing badass women um and I cannot wait to pour it because I think I have I have never personally seen it is a espresso martini white stout and I have never seen myself a white stout at a beer festival like Ever. sometimes I find it's hard to find like even too many stouts let alone a white stout so it's like this is going to be cool to have on and I remember when we were selecting that beer I was like this is going to be the one. whatever we pick is the one that I'll want to pour at, at the bar at the festival but if it's a white stout that'll be even cooler and then it got approved we're like yes it's gonna be amazing um so I've already put that one out there that that's gonna be pouring um that we've selected that one um Joe, do you want to give the other two or like because I've already yeah. one <laughs> so we've got Echo's new IPA as well that is going to be made from a selection of uh, South African hops so it's going to have some different flavours than people may have had before, which we thought was really important to showcase. For full circle, so we've got full circle, and we're going to have um, <laughs> we're going to have a black IPA on. Um, I think partially because we just thought it would be really funny to have a white stout pouring with a black IPA, <laughs> but also because black IPAs are amazing. <laughs> yeah, she literally messaged me and she was like, "These are the ones that full circle can give us." I don't want to influence I didn't want to influence you. her. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to go for the black IPA, aren't we? And she's like, yeah, because a black IPA and a white stout are just funny, <laughs> right? Well, so, yeah. so, what, so what happened is I said, I've got a list of things that will be available. I don't want to influence your choice. And I want it to be a choice that we've both made. Here you go. Which one? Which one would you like? And she went, black IPA, question mark. And yeah. I went... <laughs> I, is that is that your final answer like is that what you're saying and then I was like because that's the exact one that I pick and I went and think of how funny it would be how messing with people's minds it will yeah. be when they get a white stout and then they go and they get a black IPA and they're like what is happening here and then she's like that is pretty funny and then yeah. we're like yeah but also I think it's going to be a really killer black IPA and yeah. I don't yeah. know if anybody else is going to have anything similar to that so there are no other different <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, so and there are no other white stouts no Ooh. I was absolutely thrilled with your selection because um, I'm a huge black IPA fan as well um, so yeah I was absolutely delighted and white stouts completely mess with my mind I just it messes with a lot of people's minds and some yeah. people are just like I don't like it and we're like fine like they're like I don't like it because like it it confuses me <laughs> I feel like what I would what I really want to do is sit down with with you guys and with um uh and with heist 
because I think is is Rachel coming? Rachel. So we're oh, hoping someone. Rachel is coming. She said yeah. if she's not, somebody else will. But we're hoping okay, she cool. will, so that she can be alongside us. Because so. I feel yeah. like I really need to just sit down with you guys and be like, right, talk me through it. Talk me through what. And Rachel's the best here. person to do that because she did all the test batches and everything, and we we got to we, sample them. We did. We got to sample the test batches on Brew Day, and it was. It was really good. cool. Yeah. It was really good. And she also is like another person who really appreciates like playing with flavors and yeah. styles that like you shouldn't, not that you shouldn't, but when people are like, oh, you shouldn't do that. She's like, mm, I'm going to do it though. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's, she made like a strawberry one that was a strawberry white stout. It was supposed to be pink, bro, because it was meant to come out pink and it didn't, but it tasted really, really nice. Right. And uh, yeah, so we had every faith that if anyone could pull off a white yeah. stout, it yeah. would be. Rachel behind the helm so (laughs) yeah I can't wait to try it no I'm super excited yeah so when it comes to you mentioned obviously you've done all these like different collaborations um there's the artwork for all the collaborations this is one of them um and you have Instagrammers on there uh how do you go about the process of selecting who you want to be a part of the festival um so this time around it wasn't a given that we were going to have Instagrammers back um because we'd sort of wanted the brewery had discussed like the collaboration as the main thing but then we talked about it and we thought well actually if we want it to be like a real kind of collaborative event the thing that made the last one so successful was that it was a collaborative event with people from Instagram and it um I think regardless of what you think about Instagram because there are still lots of people who are really uh down on it and think that what people do on Instagram is just bullshit but actually I think we all know the reality is a bit different and that people there's a lot of people on Instagram who genuinely really love beer and are really really passionate about it and yeah those people don't work in the industry they don't have qualifications in brewing they're not you know you know they are but they are the people who are buying the beer so you know um let's not dismiss them out of hand and um just thought it was a really nice opportunity to get a slightly different pool of people on board as well um the instagram landscape and the beer landscape as we all know has changed a lot in the last two years um and i kind of wanted to reflect that in the people that were selected this year so um i did reach out to matt and tony matt drinks beers and grizzly beers um because out of the last lot of us, they were two that were still really active on Instagram. A lot of us have kind of since, like, I don't know, kind of feels like a lot of us have taken a bit of a step back, but those guys are still like, yeah, we, you know, they love it and it's great. Um, And they were really good fun to work with last time. So we kind of put our heads together and picked some fun accounts that we thought were doing really interesting things with their platform. Um, And also, no disrespect to people that fall into this group, the people that we've chosen this year aren't all like check shirt bearded white guys i mean I've, i don't take offense by that i'm like yeah <laughs> there's no one guys <laughs> not of you and a lot of you are great but you know we kind of did want to mix it up a bit this year yeah. and be a bit more representative um and give people uh a chance to kind of show what they're doing so like you know you guys with your podcasts and all of the other really important work that you're doing um craft bit pin up I mean no introduction needed right yeah yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I think everybody pretty much knows yeah um and um like Core Collective like a group of guys from Cornwall who do loads to champion southwest brewing and Theo Brothers, who just does these amazing videos where he just talks so eloquently um and kind of almost like romantically about the beers that he drinks and they're so great um so yeah anyway we we just wanted to and mix it up a bit and you know have some fun so yeah I'm super pleased that you all said yes <laughs> I, I think I was on holiday and like Joe messaged like oh we've got a request to like do this and I was like uh yeah that'll be super cool <laughs> and yeah. uh, I was like is this real did, did this actually happen she's like yes yes it did yes, and I was like is. this is probably one of the coolest things that's ever been asked so yeah 100 um, so yeah. that's gonna be really cool it's gonna be really fun well, I think um, yeah, Sammy, um, Hop Sauce Sammy, I was listening to your episode <laughs> earlier. Uh, yeah, Good so he's coming as well. He's, um, yeah, got a couple of couple of breweries pouring and he'll be bringing his magic sauce. Love it. 
actually love it. Sorry, I'll be all about it. It's like (laughs) her two favourite things. Yeah, I've met met him before at a festival and uh, yeah, he was like so, so, so nice. And then just talking to him again for, and that's listening last week's episode. Um, Yeah, he's just a really nice person, full stop. And his hot sauce, like how he makes it is just amazing. Um, But yeah, I mean, just following the other people that you've selected, like some of them I was already following, but some of them I I didn't know. Um, Like I didn't know Theo. And then I started following and I was like, oh, this is really, really good content. And I just think Mm -hmm. it had never come up before as like a suggested person to follow or anything like that. Um, So I was really pleased to like start going through and be like, oh, who else is going to be there? Okay, yeah, follow them, check their content out. And there's some really like strong content being made his being one yeah of well. yeah the, like his stuff's great but like generally across the board like the quality of stuff people are putting on the internet now is just yeah it's <laughs> better um yeah it used to be so yeah it's great we had a lot of lot to choose from and it's been really fun kind of seeing the beers and breweries that you guys are choosing and I can't wait to see it all come together yeah, like it's just gonna like having that sneak peek of like who, the type of brews that are going to be there like the lineup of what other people have selected it I just think there's just going to be so many strong choices there it's gonna be yeah. really we were really pleased weren't we because we we kind of narrowed our three down and then there was other people and then some of the other people we thought of were already on other people's lists as well so we were like oh yeah all these really good yeah are gonna be there it was so yeah. tough because we kept yeah, being really like, hard. we'd really like this brewery or we really like yeah. that one. And we really, we can yeah. only pick three. And we're yeah. like, all right, yeah. what are our three going to be? It's gutted, but these are the three we're going to go with. And then like, yeah, I think it was like Three Hills, for example, was one. And we we're like, yeah, someone picked Three Hills. So we still get Three Hills. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, see... you don't get to call them someone else. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, really, like you picked Echo. Like, you know, you guys got Echo, but I think Kimberly and Theo both picked oh, Echo. Oh, yeah. I feel, I've got in there feel fast. bad but we also got in there fast yeah. we were like we were like boom 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 choices made yeah. we're done <laughs> yeah. I'm really pleased to see time and tide are going to be there as well because yeah like, I feel like not enough people know about them and how good their beers are yeah no agreed um I had a couple of their beers recently they really kindly sent me a little a little care package of beer and um yeah they were so good I really liked the um ones that they did that were like lower abv but with like english hops that were all grown locally they yeah, were the, so nice the, the deal hop farm project yes, yeah they're the really good yeah so nice and i've got to say that dipper the i think it's called pretentious moi eight percent dipper one. that was really good like i feel like dippers have to work quite hard to impress me now because i'm a bit like hazed out but <laughs> that was really really excellent um yeah, so Tony Grizzly Beers, he chose them. He's got like, I don't quite know how because he's like all the way up in like Milton Keynes, but he has like this really adorable kind of relationship with them, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, no, I'm super pleased that they're coming. So yeah, it's going to be good. So in terms of the collaborations that the brewery have done, how many actual collaborations with other breweries and beers that are coming out from those collaborations are there? So um, I'm pretty sure it's 12. <laughs> I should know off the top of my head. Um, it's well, right. one of so there's a remote collab that's been brewed with Howling Hops, which is very exciting. That's been brewed up at Hop in Hackney, and that is an Italian pilsner. Oh, wow, interesting. Very Love an Italian pilsner. That, yeah, same. Very excited about that one. Um, and then we've done Arundel Brewery have done um one with Little Monster Cloak and Dagger um Mirakai got brewed last week they're brewing one with the DJs or get it together DJs who are the tap rooms uh entertainment every Friday night um and they have curated the DJ lineup for the festival which I am eternally grateful for because I'm in no way cool enough to pull anything like that off um so yeah they've been fantastic to work with so we're brewing a beer with them which they are super hyped about and that's happening on Wednesday um I'm almost certainly going to miss someone out so apologies in advance if I do uh Unity is happening Unbarred happened today um that's going to be a crazy fruited monstrous thing amazing it's just love it say no more everywhere um so Sour IPA coming up with Unity nice um yeah, Mirakai with all the oats last week. Of course. With all the oats. <laughs> yeah. all <of> them. 
as if it was going to be anything else. Ollie the beer wizard. Yeah, yeah. Ollie with his oats. That's what you should call it. Ollie with Ollie, his oats. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. <laughs> yeah. um, and oh, way back in January, we did um, Emperors and Sussex Small Batch. Oh, Ooh, amazing. So, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if it's not a stout from either of them, I'd be <laughs> shocked. Yeah, it's, but... uh, yeah. it's um, a hazy double IPA brew with a Sounds spot on for exactly what they always do. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a super straight up, like no adjunct stout um, that is really kind of thick and oily and like viscous. Um, loads of really like dark sugar, rich umami kind of flavours. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and there is some ageing in barrel as well, which you might have to wait till the end of the year. But oh, yeah. Gotta, gotta let that um, do its thing yeah but yeah so that one's super exciting and um staggeringly good as well yeah it's a pretty hectic um schedule and then we've got like the ones that we did with the people who aren't breweries so like craft house coffee the pig hotels so the marigold one is super fun um because they uh the pig hotels have this thing where they try to source as much as they can within 25 miles of each of their hotels location wow. so for the brew we really wanted to work with a product that was grown either very locally or preferably in their garden and when we discussed this with them back in like December they were like yeah not so much growing at the moment <laughs> <laughs> but they did have all of these Mexican marigolds so we cut loads of them down and froze them and then um, a cocktail wizard from Bison Beer a guy called Alex, who is just like an actual cocktail wizard, um, managed to distill them down into like um, like a cordial. Mm-hmm. And that is what has gone into a fairly like straight up Goza recipe. And that's created the kind of, yeah, that created the Marigold Goza. So it's, yeah. it's really interesting. Like, it I've, is not, really I've not had mine yet. I've uh, not had mine it, yet. It's, it's interesting. It's good. <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah. good. I think it's just a really, really interesting. Yeah. I think it works quite well with the goes base. Definitely. Um, and it's really kind of like really punchy citrusy. I think I was really surprised by how much citrus I got from it. Yeah. Like kind of tangerine and almost like a squash. Like you really get the sense that it is like a cordial. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's yeah, super interesting and um really pleased that we were able to do something kind of experimental like that. Will they will they all be canned or will it all be sort of like festival only or we like how is it going I believe we're canning all of them apart from the Emperor's one. The Emperor's Sussex Small Batch one isn't being canned, but the rest, the plan is to can. Can is the plan. So, yeah. So we'll have a nice little pack of them all. We were hoping that if if kind of everything all went completely tits up, we'd at least get six in cans so that we could get a six pack. But it looks like we'll have at least eight that will be canned. Nice. Yeah, I'd be pretty cool to sell them as a set for anyone yeah. either that can't be there or has gone and has been like, I really liked the stuff I tried yeah. and and I'd like to buy it. But I think Emperors, everyone expects big things already from Emperors, but I feel like people really sleep on Sussex Small Batch. They, Sussex I feel like there's, so like, I feel so like people good. just don't. They're yeah. amazing, but there's so yeah. many people that I've spoken to that have like just not known yeah, they're like who, yeah. who like, they are. And I was like, amazing. He's like amazing. the king of dessert stout. Yeah. And he's just like yeah. one guy. Yeah. Like it's just Jim. Just this guy. And he just like that Reese's peanut butter stout is excellent. He does a really interesting white stout, like a raspberry yeah. white stout. Yeah. That's really interesting. I have got one of his white stouts, and I don't remember which one it is, but I haven't had it yet. I have had the uh tiramisu that he's yeah, done, and that so was really good. good. And really I have good. the Reese's peanut butter cut one, but I haven't had it yet because I keep to be fair, I probably should have it soon because I think it's probably close to its BBE by this point. But it's that um it's that thing of I keep waiting for the right moment to have it mm-hmm. because I love peanut butter cups. It's like my favorite mm-hmm. nice. like candy bar is peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. So I keep being like, now is not the right time. And right, I keep yeah. putting it off. But I know it's gonna be amazing because I don't think I've had a bad one from them yet, to be fair. No, Everything no, I've had no, has been no, amazing. And it's all like five-ish percent so it's yeah. all like super sessionable and it's you know like it's not one of those they're not like those oil slick pastry stouts like it's not you know the mm. Amazon dessert in a can but yeah they are really really good 
yeah. there's a lot for, for the for the abv sometimes you can almost think like a stout for an abv you're thinking like oh how much flavor is it really going to have like how much like complexity is going to be there and, it, and actually there's quite a lot in the ones i've had anyways um just really good and it's just surprising yeah. that there's still people that are just like oh i don't think i've ever had anything from them yeah. like, but again like like, stouts. I don't know how far his beer gets out of sussex really so yeah. fair enough yeah. but have to come to the festival to try that one for sure yep. I'm, I'm excited for that one now I didn't even know that was like happening I'm like yes that oh, was gonna yeah. be yeah. the one good. I want a donut stout it's been was brewed last yeah. week that's a flower pot bakery collaboration um so yeah Ooh. that one's have they be. put actual donuts in it no there are no actual donuts harmed in the making of the beer <laughs> but we are hoping <laughs> we are hoping that there will be donuts to serve alongside the beer amazing so that you can dunk your donut into yeah. your stout. And now that I've said this on a podcast, I'm going to have to really try and make sure that. We have to do what we always do, like manifest it. Let's put all yes. of our energy into that, that and manifest happen. it. So, yeah. yeah, We're hoping yeah. there will be donuts with the stout. Um, when did when did you first get approached about like helping to actually organise the festival? Was it just this year? Did they kind of know like, oh, if we do this again in future we want you to do it or you know what was that like getting involved in that side of things um I don't think that I was their first choice of person to try and help them out um well funnily enough at a beer festival so um I went up to Hop City last August with um good old Mary Hoppins good old Wendy and um yeah we bumped into Stuart our Arundel brewery owner and um some of the brew team and we got chatting with them about you know about the last one and um yeah we started talking about what it might look like to do it again um and then a couple of weeks later Stuart got in touch with me and was like um so I've been thinking about you know things we said and you know do you maybe want to come on board and help us out and I said yes <laughs> and yeah you're, so you're a mad are. person like we are completely mad <laughs> did you just do the like <laughs> yeah I can do that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're always like, thinking about all the other things you have to do and you're like cool. Yeah, I can do it. It's fine. Yeah, I'll make yeah. it work. It'll happen. Right. It'll be fine. How hard can it be to organise a beer festival? Um, honestly, I mean, right. tell us how hard is it to, to organise a beer festival, Ellie? A lot. What's of the day to day like? Oh God, the day to day is. Uh, I think I probably will need to like throw my phone away for a week once this is done. And just, like, Turn it off. I, not talking like, to anyone. Yeah, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not looking at my emails. <laughs> yeah no it's fine it's um yeah it's just like a lot of plates in the air at once um but you know all the key things are in place touch wood now um so yeah it kind of feels like we're entering the final the final straight and yeah now that Saturday's sold out I sort of feel like few at least I've you know we've sold tickets and that's great um so yeah but you know, had like loads of help from people. Like the DJs have just been amazing, and um, you know, like the Arundel team. Like it really has been a proper collaborative effort. So, yeah. Is, is there um, some level of you like, like was that a concern before Saturday sold out? Like, did you have this feeling yeah. of like, oh no, what happens if if like, yeah, like that's got to be a natural thing, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Because you know, like when you're like when you're a kid and you have a birthday party, and you're like, what if no one comes? Yeah, <laughs> yep. you know, people are going to show up, but you're also still like, but what if they don't? <laughs> yeah, what if no one wants to come to this? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, but I think that's just like perfectly natural, isn't it? And it's always weird when something that you have been putting together kind of gets unleashed on the world and then you're like, oh, but what if nobody likes it? Or, you know, it's something if somebody else is doing it, you're like, oh, hands down, everyone's going to want to go to that. But yeah. when you're the one that's responsible for like organising yeah. it, you're probably like, oh, no, what if it's not this? And like, yeah. people are probably going like, oh, don't be silly. Of course, it's going to be yeah. great. But in your head, you're like... But what if it's not what if, what if it's not though <laughs> yeah and I think because like we're such like it's such a small team as well it does feel a bit more personal yeah like, because it, there's not like a whole troop of us doing it you know like it does feel quite yeah yeah I guess it does feel a bit personal but yeah you know this time in five weeks it'll be done and I'll have been wondering what the hell I've been worrying about <laughs> 
You've suddenly got loads of time as well. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I won't be waking up at three in the morning and being like, oh my God, do we have enough beer towels and buckets full of ice in case the beer gets too warm? And, oh, what's the weather going to do? And is the marquee going to blow away? And, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the most, it's like, out of everything that you have to think about, like what is the most... I don't know if I want to say like absurd, but like the most like random thing that nobody would think that you had to worry about that you sit there and go, oh, what about that? So the thing I'm genuinely worrying about at the moment um, are two things. One, if it's too warm and then one, if it's too cold and windy, because if it's too warm, then the beer is going to be a nightmare to try and keep cold. Yeah, I'm already stressing out about having enough like actual actual night beer towels. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, freaking out about that and then on the flip side of that if it's really wet and windy and miserable um then I'm concerned about how the space is going to flow inside and I'm sort of counting on people being outside and it having a nice kind of vibe and people flow through the building so and also like yeah like the wind whipping up through the marquee and like everything falling over and over yeah it's not going to happen. Don't worry about weather. It. Fine. I know it's typical English concern. But yeah, the <laughs> British weather—you cannot control that. So, yeah. also, there's beer. I don't think any like people yeah, would just beer, be like, "There's people." It's cool. Just put yeah, your beer jacket yeah. on. Get out there. I was yeah. over the weekend. I was at um, a brewery, like having beers outside, and it was. It went back and forth between being like sunny and then being like cloudy and cold and rainy and then it was sunny again so everyone went outside and then at one point we're all happy outside we're like this is great and then it got cloudy and it started drizzling and we were like "Mm." like do we go back inside we're like no we're just here now we're here now it's like it's not raining badly enough that we need to take cover (laughs) it's just a very light rain so I think the one thing you're probably fortunate with like having the British audience as a whole is like they're just used to it not being yeah, sunny yeah, and yeah. being like, just make the best of it. It's fine. Yeah. We're quite robust, I think, as, yeah. as beer drinkers. Um, yeah, especially and as the last one was in January, so. Huh? Yeah, because it, it's beer. Yeah. It's like it's like there's something to keep everybody entertained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it'll be fine. There won't be a hurricane or something. That'd be fine. <laughs> but even when we were at, at Bigfoot, that the last night it was absolutely oh, steaming yeah. it, it down, really it? and it everyone just bad. got in the tents and listened, like was dancing to music yeah. and drinking beer, and everyone was fine. It so, looked like a lot of fun. It's great. It was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really hoping I get to go back again this year because um, it was really fun last year. Um, but yeah, it did absolutely like, and then you'd have to go out to like get something, and then you'd be like, yeah. "All right, guys, we're going out in the rain. Brace <laughs> yourself." And like, no one packed for it, so we were all just like. Brace yourselves, uh, find a bag if you can find one and put it on your head. And if you can't, then you just accept it and just deal with it and you'll dry off. It's fine. So oh, <laughs> it can it. only go so long as long as it doesn't. I don't know. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> In terms of your experience this year, would you would you be willing to like organise another one if someone approached you and said, will you organise another beer festival? Like, how's your experience been one that you're like, actually, um, do it again? I think I will wait and see how this one comes up. <laughs> Fair enough. Any, any advice for anyone that wants to get into the festival, the beer festival and event planning area, that, that space? Do you have any tips? or? I mean, it feels like a niche thing to want to do. <laughs> like um yeah I mean I think just be realistic about what's achievable um yeah maybe we should do this I do one of these after the festival and fair. like right <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't do x y and z um, that's fair yeah we'll do a yeah. I mean we're, like we're quite lucky in that Arundel um has it has a venue already because they have a tap room space I know not like a lot of festivals are, a lot of breweries who don't have a space big enough yeah. to host their own festival like have yeah. them, I don't know like higher fields or higher on the venues and stuff so um that's quite lucky because that's like one a, a massive cost and also a kind of massive um unknown if you're working in a space that you don't work in every day but we're really lucky because the staff that we'll have on hand will know like it's their it's their home it's their second home so yeah so that's, that's really, quite handy yeah that is really, yeah yeah it definitely helps I think that's another thing like you know why do the festival why not you know they've got a a space ready for it um it's a great thing to be able to do um host a super fun event so yeah 
so person sitting at home listening to this and they're like actually that sounds like those breweries are going to be amazing I want to go and drink those beers um sounds great I want to go find beers I've never had before so I'm going to be in on this I'm going to go buy my Friday ticket what can somebody expect when they turn up at this event um so you can expect a lovely warm welcome probably from me um (laughs) And you, your ticket gets you your um, festival glass, obviously, the good old festival glass. They arrived last week, so that Ooh. is something that I no longer have to lose. The over. most important part of a festival yeah. is yeah, the festival I, glass. I should have bought one to show you. Oh, yes. They are um, exclusive. They're su- yeah, I should have, sorry. Um, they're super fun, really pleased with those. Um, so, yeah, get your little festival glass, get your first token. It's going to be a token beer festival, so... Um, there'll be points inside where you can buy your tokens and then we've got um so the venue's like a big old for people that don't know it it was an it was a farm shop um just off the a27 in west sussex in arundel and um yeah the brewery bought it and took it over as their tap room and then we've got a marquee out the side so yeah the beer will all be um nice and safe the elements hopefully um yeah so like your bars will all be mostly in the marquee and then we'll have the main bar pouring inside which we'll have the collabs on um we've got camera our local camera group are doing um have got a bar and they did it the last one so we will have a couple of cask offerings nice and a couple of little um couple of keg offerings from them as well um and Crawford junction from the bermondsey beer mile is coming uh, to bring some super fresh American beer as well, which is Ooh, exciting. That is exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's the basics. So much more about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so you can expect a lot of beer. We've got some excellent food. So we've got um, Happy Ghosty Blackie, who do Greek street food. They currently have the kitchen residency at the tap room. So oh, they're going to be serving like really great Greek wraps. Um, they do like vegan and veggie options as well um and then we've got Bocado's food truck and he does the most amazing tacos and he does these incredible arancini balls that have got truffle and parmesan and I will fight you for them <laughs> because they are incredible they're so good <laughs> and he just yeah he does his food he's his food's great um yeah so that's super fun and we've got an incredible DJ lineup so Friday night um for those people that come to Friday, you will be treated to the allergies who I'm told are like, well, no, I do know this, but they are um, like super cool kind of hip hop, funk and soul. They um, have been on six music loads. Craig Charles really raves about them and they're starting their UK tour that weekend. So we get them just ahead of that, which wow. is really amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for people who know about that kind of thing, I'm told it's a super big deal. <laughs> and I'm really excited because I've listened to I listened to their uh, like most recent album and it was really great and I was like well, it's completely up my street so that's really exciting and then Saturday afternoon we've got a super nice kind of um, some nice laid out uh, chilled out reggae vibes from uh, Brighton Sound System husband wife duo and then we've got DJ format and A skills in the evening for some kind of turntable scratching mashup craziness and it's gonna be great so yeah lots of good music lots of good beer some delicious food hopefully some sunshine and yeah it's gonna be great I think the thing that's worth pointing out as well which I've not experienced with a beer festival before correct me if I've got this wrong but you are offering sort of a transport option like from certain stations uh is it that it's going or I forget where the where it's going from but you are picking people up aren't you so last time they did little uh, like coaches to and from certain locations. Yeah, so we've got um, we've teamed up with Bison Beer, who have a venue in Hove on Church Road, and Hand Bruco, who have just opened a new pub in Worthing called the Toad in the Hole. And that's, that's near Worthing. Yeah, that's near yeah. Worthing train station. So I've got the Bison and Beer beer that. We've yeah, got so we brewed. Yeah, Arundel brewed that for their seventh birthday um and yeah so we are running buses from the Hove location and the Worthing location that will take you to the festival for the start of each session and then run you back again at the end um 
yeah and then we've also um, kind of got in touch with a local cab company who are based at Arundel train station who will be on hand to do like um they've kind of like got us like a set price for cars and a set price for minibuses up to the venue from the station because it's only like a 10 15 minute walk but at the end of the night it's going to be dark it's quite a busy road and I just like I genuinely will worry about people walking home so um so yeah we just wanted to make sure that there are some travel options and if you do need to come in a car because you have like access issues then just ping me an email to let me know you need to book a parking space um because otherwise the only people who'll be able to park on site are staff um so yeah Oh, that's good Amazing. that's good to know because yeah. I would have just gone oh there's no parking I'm just gonna have to sort it out so that's really good that you're actually putting it out there that and Arundel, Arundel train station is on a main line from London um and you change at like Barnum or Ford from Brighton or from elsewhere along the coast so yeah so it is it's a lot more accessible than um than I think people think mm. but I I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have realized until I sort of looked into it I mean I think Joe and I are are staying not far away there's some close by hotels that you can stay at I know that um but I think that was really cool that you were doing the shuttle because I don't think I've really seen a lot of beer festivals in the past that offer that type of option and I think it's really cool because sometimes when you're staying at a beer like when you're staying you try to stay near a beer festival it can be really expensive if you stay too close by the further out you stay it actually becomes cheaper because people know like there's an event here so airbnbs go up everything goes up and so it's really cool that you're like actually we're going to offer transport from here so if that's easier for you to get to and stay at you still have an option you don't have to pay however much for a cab ride further away and um yeah it's just I think that was quite innovative so I felt like I had to sort of mention that because I think some people might find that really good (laughs) yeah speaking of sort of you mentioned about being concerned about people if they have to walk back to the train on their own even if it's just 10-15 minutes away obviously um I think we've had conversations separate to hear about you know health and safety at the festival um it's quite a hot topic at the moment about there being more health and safety people sort of ramping that up when they plan festivals what kind of stuff can people expect in terms of like code of conducts and what you're doing for your health and safety for people yeah sure um so when I first agreed to um take on this kind of project um code of conduct was like one of the first things that I was like right we just need to get this we need one of these um the brewery and the venue should have one anyway um but if I write one for the festival then it can be adapted to fit both um as well um so yeah that was one of the first things that I looked at and the venue itself already operates the ask for Angela scheme so the staff are already kind of kind of well trained and well clued up on what that means and um how to uh, address that as it arises um yeah I had a really good meeting with the guys who are running the security for the event who did the security for the last one so they already know the kind of vibe to expect they already know the layout of the place they know um, a lot of the staff and the owners already so that's really great um and I think it's just yeah really important just to reiterate that we do have a zero tolerance policy towards um kind of aggressive discriminatory harassing behavior of any kind to anyone for any reason and alcohol consumption is not an excuse so anyone who's like oh yeah but it's just you know oh my friends just had a few drinks yeah that's not an excuse because if you can't behave yourself in an adult environment then you probably shouldn't be in one so yeah um and yeah I think it's super important that festivals make it very clear what they are doing around that and what people can expect um we're also going to have and I haven't ironed out the final details of this so I can't be more specific but um a anonymous reporting app as well that people can use at the event um and we, there will be like a, a safe space on site so if anyone does feel that they just need to kind of remove themselves or you know whatever then yeah there'll be somewhere that people can Uh, kind of yeah go to be away from the situation if they need to be but really hoping that you know put all of that in place and then the hope is that none of it has to be used yeah but at least if it's there then you know we're prepared should anything happen um 
but yeah fingers crossed everyone behaves themselves and it's just a really nice event because it should be like you know everyone should be able to enjoy this kind of thing without going into it feeling like you know anxious that they might be I don't know harassed or exposed to something like you know conversation or behaviors that they don't want to so yeah hopefully it will be it'll be okay but yeah but all that is in place so amazing yeah I think it's always quite important to like like you said have it and not need it <laughs> not yeah. have it like this yeah. at least it shows that you you put that yeah. that foresight into it just yeah. just in case so that no one it, it's not a last minute of like oh what do we do about this yeah, everyone's of, prepped ready peace yeah. of mind for people that it's there if they need it but then maybe you won't need it anyway yeah. but hopefully you don't you yeah. just have to hope that you don't yeah. but I I also love that you were like yeah if you can't drink and control yourself like that's not an excuse like so many times do you have the excuse of like oh my friend was just really drunk I didn't know it's like if your friend can't control themselves then they maybe shouldn't they drink shouldn't maybe <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah and I just I hope that kind of there'll be quite a strong message at the event anyway that it is um kind of an inclusive space like we've got you know like your international women's day collaboration pouring we've got the, we're going to have the one that um me and a couple of the ladies from the tap room were at with hand bruco that's pouring nice. as well Mirakai's brave noise beer is going to be pouring so yeah i just hope that there's like yeah that kind of message will come across as well so I'm excited yeah. for that brave noise on tap. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try to like. I'm not gonna try to play it cool and be like, yeah, I don't even care. No, I'm like really yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah, the lovely little cans. Oh, had a few cans. One from around the corner. And we they're great. On tap yet. Yeah, I want to have it on tap. I'm really yeah. excited for that. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to trying that on tap. I haven't tried the hand Bruco International Women's Day one yet either, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I want to try as many of the international women's collaboration brew days as I can. So it's like yeah. if I can tick some off of this while I'm there, yeah, even yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of them tend to like not get canned either. That's like tap or nothing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I know ours, for example. Yeah. Well, what like we do with heist. Time. That's it. If if you, I think you can get them like crowlered if you are nearby. Um, but mm. if you, if you're not nearby a tap mm. that's serving it like, you can't order cans of it. Is it the same yeah. with the hand, Bruco? Is that going to be well, all? I think they have canned the hand one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's around sound. I think they have canned it. But excited. I'll be yeah. excited to try it, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to try stuff on tap, anyway. Yeah. It's, yeah. I can find sometimes it's like different. You get like a, it is slightly different, yeah. I find, from canned to tap. So. Like, I totally forgot when we were in lockdown the, the difference and the freshness that you get from a beer on tap until mm-hmm. we were allowed to go and have one again. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh yes this is what that's like amazing yeah yeah I was one of those people that I just I hugely missed cask beer like hugely missed it I didn't don't think I realized how much I enjoyed it before just like the simple pleasure of a beverage that takes a little bit longer to pour and then you can just like yeah just like watch it settle really nicely and then you just sit down and you're like yes it's a pint like yeah missed that I think there's also something about like festivals where a lot for me anyway it's like a lot of how something tastes in my mind sometimes or how much I enjoy something can be in the moment of which I'm drinking it mm. and I think like sometimes you can have the same beer at home even if you say can and can say like I've got something in can and I've had it at home and I get something in can and I have it in a tap room or a bottle shop or something like that um, but I'm around more people and I'm sharing that experience like sometimes I can find that actually something even tastes better just because I'm sharing that experience with other people so I'm like quite excited to be able to like have some of these beers with some of these people that I know that are going to be there that I know some of which I've met in person some of which I've never met in person Mm -hmm. um like we're hoping Echo is going to be there at least somebody from Echo is going to be there I don't want to say who because I'm not sure which of them but it's going to be really exciting to be able to be like oh my god in person this is amazing um I think time and space, like where you drink a beer and who you're drinking it with can make such a difference. Like the best beer you'll ever have might not technically be the best beer you've ever had, but if the time and space was right, then yeah, yeah, it makes such a huge difference. Yeah. It's an experience as well as a drink. So yeah. Yeah. What makes you think of like, what's the memories you get when you have this drink? And it's like, oh, when I had this last, I was 
traveling in this place with this person and we had like a really good day and then yeah. and it was just a really nice relaxing end of day to have this particular beer or something like that and like you said it might not be the best of that style or anything like that yeah. but in your head what it's connected to makes it the best yeah. um so I'm quite excited to be hitting the beer festivals this year and I'm really excited this is going to be like the first one because I feel like there's so many people I know that are going to this that I've met through I mean I know how you mentioned at the beginning like people feel differently about Instagram and everything else but I don't know Joe if you feel different but I feel like I've met so many amazing people yeah. from connecting so with them many. on Instagram and some people I've like never met in person I've only had conversations with them and we have supported each other through stuff and maybe I've met them once but not really like I'm really excited to be able to be going to these festivals and starting it off with this one where I know that there is quite a few people that I had the pleasure of getting to know over Instagram and then being able to have drinks shared in person it's yeah. gonna be really good so yeah no it'd be really really nice to kind of meet yeah meet all of you guys properly in person especially so. like I do have legs I promise yeah. I have legs. I'm not just like a box on a screen <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah, no, it'll be it'll be great, and I think yeah, beer festivals and well, beer generally is brilliant at bringing people together. So, yeah, let's yeah go for that. So, when it comes to people that might be travelling for this festival, are there any like must sees that people have to see if they're staying nearby and they're making a weekend out of it? Say oh. Saturday daytime or Sunday, and they're not at the festival. Any places that you recommend they go? Yeah, so Arundel is super pretty. It's got a castle. It's got a cathedral. It's got a wetland centre, like oh. a great big, like there's a big pond thing with loads of animals and you can walk around that free. But then on the other side of the road, there's like a whole place where you can pay and see really funky birds. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, super nice rivers. Um, God, I should like work for the West Sussex Tourist Board. <laughs> the coast is just like... They're going to be offering you a job after this. Yeah. Be like, Do you want to organise? <laughs> a sightseeing um, festival <laughs> the coast is just like 10 minutes down the road and then if you go inland a bit there's like a ton of national trust type places there's also a really fun like open air museum called Amberley which is where they filmed one of the Jane Bond films in the 70s oh wow cool. uh yeah loads of there's loads of fun stuff Sussex is like great and there's also loads of other like brewery tap rooms and beery places around that are worth checking out um a couple of um places in Arundel uh the Norfolk Tap is quite good they always seem to have quite good beer and then Worthing is just chock full of really good beer places now um and then obviously there's Brighton which is you know Brighton um yeah so yeah there's is enough in the area to definitely make a weekend of it amazing uh Ellie anything else you sort of want to talk about that you haven't already covered anything you want to get out there anything you want people to know anything you want to plug feel free um no just that like if you're coming great can't wait to see you in may um we are still um accepting applications for volunteers so if you did want to volunteer because uh, that would be a way to get there on the saturday if you don't have a ticket for that um then yeah drop me an email um which is ellie.arundelbrewery at gmail.com uh yeah ping me an email and um yeah looking forward to seeing everyone in may it's gonna be great it's exciting we're yeah. so excited i'm really excited <laughs> it's gonna be so good i think once i booked my hotel room i was finally like it's yeah. real my hotel is which booked. you nearly forgot to do i didn't forget <laughs> i kept i didn't forget i kept being like i'll oh, book it soon but like when i get paid i'll book it like yeah. payday i'll book it i had to pay off a holiday i was like i'll book it i'll book it and then i realized like oh the date's coming up very quickly. <laughs> and then I was like, I should book it now. And then I think I got the last of the particular yeah. room type that I got. And I was like, ooh, that was close. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I booked mine like back in December because I just sort of thought, I have to be there all. Yeah. I don't think they're going to let me sleep there. So. <laughs> I was going back and forth. I was like, do I Airbnb? Do I hotel? What's going to be the easiest? Where's there going to be parking? Like, I, I need to know yeah. these things. I and uh, and then time moved a lot quicker than I anticipated it moving. So <laughs> time does that. Yeah. Lately. <laughs> the next few weeks are going to fly. So basically, if, if yeah. you guys want to get tickets, yeah. go on. We'll put the link in the bio for you to get your tickets. Um, we'll put your email on there, Ellie, for anyone that wants yeah 
to volunteer that wants to get in on Saturday that can't get in on Saturday because it is sold out people so it's exciting yay um but yeah all that will be in the show notes um thank you so 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 much yeah, for giving you. us your time oh, no thank you for really having excited. me on. really <laughs> lovely to talk to you I'm yeah I'm yeah getting more excited the nearer that it gets It'll be good. We'll talk to you again. We'll do a debrief yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on do a Sunday. Yeah. Do like an Instagram live debrief or something. Oh, yeah. like, what debrief. did we learn? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are our learnings from this? <laughs> it's all going to be brilliant and we're yeah. all really excited and hope to see people that listen to this there. Let us know if you're going. Be excited. Say hi. And a meetup. If there's enough people, we'll plan yeah. a meetup. Yeah. I don't know. I'm That's just throwing one. something out there that I probably shouldn't because well, I've said is, it. Um, there is um, the Norfolk Tap, which I mentioned in... Arundel um which is a hotel bar are um hosting us for like after party kind of drinks um so yeah if anyone is hanging about in Arundel over the weekend and wants to join us after the sessions then some of us will be down at the Norfolk Tap so yeah amazing there you go insider information yeah. <laughs> you're, invi- you're officially invited to the after party yeah. <laughs> brilliant thank you again yeah, so, much. so much and we're excited to meet you in person yeah. yes can't wait i'm really excited to go to this festival um, i think i'm even more chat. excited now i think i'm <laughs> even like, more excited now yeah it was a lovely chat and like ellie's super super nice and um i think the whole process has been really cool and i think like something we didn't touch upon in the episode um that i definitely thought was really cool as well was we actually got a lot more hands-on than i thought that we would with the curating of our bar yeah um it was like we were told you know you can you know you pick the three everyone has to pick something different so we were very like gotta get our choices like let's go with the let's let's get it right the first time and not worry about too much competition and everything and then it was like okay, get that in there get that yeah. approved happy days locked um, in yeah locked in uh that's good that was easy actually to be fair I think we were on the same page I think we said this before we were on the same page like almost immediately yeah. um it was a hard decision but we narrowed it down quite quick it was like here's what we want to do we knew what we wanted to offer at our bar um but what was really cool is it was kind of like once that's been approved that it was on to us to pick what beer we wanted to pour um and sort of make the first conversations and find out the beer and and all the details of it and then really what we did was we sort of filled it all out um all the details we filled out in a in a spreadsheet passed it across to Ellie for Ellie to then go and do the actual procurement and it was just really cool I think being on that side of things because I've never been involved in any type of procurement process for beer and uh yeah yeah it was was a fun selection process yeah and I think it was really important to us to highlight breweries that maybe slightly smaller or people haven't really heard of breweries that are important to us on the podcast and that we've got good relationships with and just have an interesting selection on our bar like we wanted something a bit diverse to be fair like we we wanted wanted diversity I think we've put that across I think it's clear yeah we wanted diversity in some way shape or form yeah um, like you said, people that we have good connections with already, like people that anyone that listens to us will know that like they've heard these people before on our yep. podcast. Like they know that we have decent relationships with them. They represent different parts of the industry. Yep. Um, they all put out like really killer beers. And I think we just wanted it to be a diverse line. Like we didn't want it to all be sort of one thing yep. or another. Um, we wanted it to sort of speak about us and our our tastes as well as the good relationships we had and, and all that. And we and we want it to like be able to showcase like what the breweries are capable of doing for people to check out, what they can expect if they buy beer from these breweries direct. And I think we I I'm obviously we won't know until the day, but I'm fairly confident that I think we've managed to do them. Yeah. Them I, think justice, I think we're gonna I think. do everybody justice. I hope so. Yeah. Um I'm really excited about having a black IPA and and a white stout together that is like the thing i'm most and excited an ipa about. made with with african hops yeah i think that's definitely african hops. there might be a lot of ipas and pails there but i can't say there's going to be a lot with you know african hops in it so um that's really cool and just getting to meet people just getting to meet people is going to be really really it's fun. Gonna be so good so <laughs> if you are coming make sure you come up and say hello make sure you come and find our bar and drink all our beer um 
if you haven't got your ticket, go and get your ticket. You now. can get Friday. You can and get Friday. You can volunteer for the Saturday. And if you want to volunteer, if you want to come Saturday, you're gonna to have to volunteer. You have to do some work, but it's okay because there'll be good beer and good people. And I mean, I think we've already spoken about it. Working at beer festivals pretty fun. Yeah, so there's <laughs> far worse, far worse places yeah. you could be working out on a weekend yeah there'd be a festival filled with lots of great people so definitely get in there get your ticket if you don't already have it um like i said i mean i think it's what's cool is it's it's late enough in the day that you're not struggling to be like i have to leave super early. i mean it depends on where you're coming from obviously but like for people if you're more local like you don't have to do the whole oh i've got to figure out my work schedule like it's late enough in the evening that you can get away with still doing at least some work that day and be active. You do yourself. you. Or, or don't. I'm not. I've got a day off. <laughs> I'm doing a half day. We're representing no. all ends of that spectrum. No, I'm, not, I'm not doing that nonsense. <laughs> I'm having the day off, yo. Oh, it's going to be really fun. Um, and I mean, I already accidentally committed to it, but I mean, if there's enough people going, we can have like a meetup or something. We can yeah. plan to meet. So, I mean, we can obviously still have a drink anyways but if we know you're going we can plan to meet up so let us know head on over to instagram let us know if you want us to organize a meet up at arundel Brewfest. we will do that for you oh or just come to the after party that apparently everyone's invited to this is great i got invited to an i got invited to an after party but really everyone's invited so it's like but no one has to know that i'm excited i'm invited to an after party yeah right tori if people want to ask you about after parties Uh, i'm probably not the one you want to ask because i never get invited to after parties (laughs) except the ones that everyone gets invited to but if you want to sort of like get excited about going to an after party with me uh you can find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism joe if people want to talk to you about taking a whole day bunking off of work to go to a beer festival i'm using my annual leave (laughs) people know that i'm off (laughs) there will be emails for me to answer when i get back if you want to talk to me about how to plan your holiday days so that you can have a good time at a beer festival (laughs) you can talk to me at a woman's brew on facebook instagram and twitter that is pretty much the socials for the podcast um or you can come to my beer school and learn about all these interesting what is a white stout what is a black ipa come and learn with me at love beer learning and we are love beer learning on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest we have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And you can email us lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. And for the time being, we do take podcast emails there. We that's going to be changing yep. when we get around to changing it. But that's what <laughs> that's what it is at the time of this episode coming out. YouTube so. will only let me upload 10 things a day. <laughs> We're getting there, guys. I'm getting there. We are getting, there. getting there. But for the moment, if you do have podcast emails, send them to yep. Joe at Love Beer Learning's email. Um, I mean, yeah, she's not going to teach you how to plan your holidays in her school, but she will teach you how to sound more educated <laughs> when you go to the beer festival. So everyone goes, oh, look at that. Find the educated person talking about black IPAs. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>